بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله أما بعد جزاك الله خيرا for joining us today for another tafsir session for those of you new to our series in this tafsir we look at key verses pertaining to business money finance and society ponder over them for about 10 to 15 minutes and draw forth some actionable points of benefit today we're going to be going through the verse 172 from Surah An-Nisa and showing some brief thoughts over its meaning. So the verse reads as follows. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim Lain yastankifal masihu an yakuna abdan lillah أن يكون عبدا لله ولا ولا الملائكة المقربون ومن يستنكف عن إبادته ويستكبر فسيحشرهم إليه جميعا. And the meaning of the verse is as follows: The Messiah would never be too proud to be a servant of Allah. Nor would the angels nearest to Allah. Those who are too proud and arrogant to worship Allah will be brought before him altogether. Now I found this verse particularly interesting. You see the context of the verse actually was around how the Christians took Isa or Jesus as they refer to him as an object of worship. And they kind of degraded or looked down at the idea that he was being portrayed as a prophet by the Muslims. But the way that I read this verse, this is my own personal tadabbur, it's not something of tafsir of sorts, but it's my own kind of reflection over the verse. But I found how the verse really highlights that being a servant of Allah, being devoted exclusively to his worship and being obedient to his will and command is actually an honor by itself and certainly a nobility of the highest class. Like there is no status higher than this status. Because if you think about it, there are only two types of things in existence. There is the creator and there is the created. And what better position is there than to be a worshiper, a servant, someone who is connected to or linked to the creator himself? Say, for example, when you look about, look at it, when you have a king in the land, everyone rushes to be around the king. They want to be those that are close to the king, associated to the king. Why? Because they know that the king has favors, the king has power, the king ha- can confer upon them titles and land and wealth and all sorts of stuff. So how then would we look at this verse in light of, you know, Allah being the king of kings and us being nothing more than his servants and i see that as the greatest honor and this verse actually highlights it this verse refutes the christians that look at isa as a prophet being being something that's degrading or below him this is the high in fact out of all the humans that are the servants of allah being a prophet is amongst the highest of the statuses of all those humans i find that quite Fascinating. And it reminded me how us in this Western society or even in the world today where Islam is not particularly at a position of strength. It reminded me of how many Muslims nowadays look down at being a Muslim or hide the fact that they're Muslims or that they 
what you could even call as a term they prefer being closet muslims like they're from an islamic background their name is muhammad but they prefer being known as mo or you have what was the most recent example that i saw there was a guy called harun but he preferred everyone called him harry so i just find it very interesting that now we're in this position where muslims are actually ashamed of being muslims to the point that they want to be accepted by society and hide their muslimness hide their muslim identity away i mean i'm sure everyone can relate to this and they know plenty of examples from work or university or at school and i remember distinctly when i worked in a corporate pr firm i was the only muslim there and when all the non-muslim colleagues of mine would go drinking and that's how they would spend time you know socializing it would be at a pub or or some sort of drinking activity i wouldn't take part in that and yeah i would feel excluded but i took great pride in the fact that you know i'm doing this i'm sacrificing what could have been a potential climb up the career ladder by making it getting in with the boss i looked at that as you know me building my connection to allah and i looked at that with great pride i never felt like oh yeah i'm the unlucky one in this i felt like no i'm very much a servant of allah and this is what i should be doing but i know of many cases where other muslims have sacrificed far greater than this is this in reality is a small sacrifice you've got many muslims out there that are being killed for their religion they're being killed for saying la ilaha illallah you know Look what's going on in India for example many muslims are being lynched just because they refuse to bow down to hindu gods and so it reminds me of a quote by Umar ibn al-Khattab who said that verily we were a disgraceful people and Allah honored us with Islam so here when he says disgraceful people he's talking pre-Islam when they worshiped idols when they killed baby girls when they had no weird concepts of marriage where there was no clear father of uh, of a child but then umar ibn al-khattab goes on to say allah honored us with islam and then the muslims became these bedouins who who were in the desert suddenly conquered like most so much so much of the known world they conquered it all and became one of the biggest empires ever just a few short decades after the passing of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam And then Umar ibn al-Khattab goes on to say if we seek honor from anything besides that which Allah honored us with Allah will disgrace us. I really see that and I let me know in the comments if you think that you see that too but I really do think that many Muslims forget this that we Muslims have been honored above everything else but we're turning to things other than that. Many of us will go to the pub and we might even you know stuff for a lot drink or something just to get in with the boss because we think we'll get a promotion and with a promotion we'll you know climb up the career ladder or we'll change our name from Muhammad to Mo Muhammad such a beautiful name what the name of the best of creation yet we change it to Mo so that we it's more palatable to the non-muslims don't we think that we should be proud of our heritage shouldn't we be proud of who we are and i i honestly see that muslims are day by day compromising their faith and i'm not pointing myself out as an exception i'm merely pointing out observances that i'm seeing in society and you know muslims are compromising their faith to fit in so it really begs the question who do you worship do you worship the people because you're trying to please them or do you worship allah 
you know, that famous phrase that I, I don't know about people in, you know, other cultures, but in Desi cultures, you have the whole phrase, what will people think? What will people think? So anytime something happens, you know, you want to do something Islamically, someone's like, oh, but what will people think? And it baffles me. It's like, why do I care about what people think? You know, there was a Sahabi who in the Meccan era of the Prophet Sallallahu life, he came up to the Prophet Sallallahu and said to him, Ya Rasulullah, we're being tortured. And I'm, of course, I'm paraphrasing um, because I don't have the narration in front of me, but I remember this distinctly. He said to the Prophet Sallallahu that Ya Rasulullah, we're suffering so greatly, you know, make dua that Allah relieves us of this suffering. He said something very simple, something that any of us would say. But the Prophet Sallallahu said that those before you would be tortured in much worse ways. And he named some ways that people would be tortured and they still wouldn't give up la ilaha illallah. In other words, he was saying that bear patiently with this suffering for indeed there is great benefit and great reward with it. So I think we forget the temporariness of this life. Like, yeah, fine. You can call yourself Mo. You can call yourself Harry. You can get in with your bosses. You can even make it look like you're drinking a beer by purchasing non-alcoholic beer and fitting in with everyone. But eventually you're going to die. You're going to go back into your grave. You're going to go back into the earth where you came from. And we came into this earth alone. We came into this earth alone. We will leave it alone and we will be judged in front of Allah alone. And that will be the eternal life. Then what you actually sought will be, be made very much evident to you. So if you sought status and power and you sought to get in with the bosses, guess what? On Yawm Al-Qiyamah, you're not going to be in with the greatest boss of them all, Allah the most highest. We should strive to live by our religion and be proud that we're, we're servants of Allah. We shouldn't compromise our principles in life in general for any matter. If you're, for example, you know it's haram to get an interest bank account, look for a halal alternative. You know if it's a haram to get a interest-based loan from the bank, then look for a halal alternative or try to abstain from it. There's so much we can do to make ourselves better servants of Allah. And with Ramadan literally less than three months around the corner, now is the perfect chance to make that change. Do what you can to worship Allah far better than you are currently doing. Make each day about improvement, even if it's 0.001%. Keep climbing up. Improve yourself as a servant. Recognize that and internalize yourself that you are servant to the Most High. You know, People don't like the word servant because we feel arrogant about it. We feel like, me, a servant? How could I be a servant? I'm this and I'm that. Look at where I got my degree from. Look at where I'm working. But you forget that your risk and everything is provided to you from Allah. What makes you so special? Why are you arrogant? You did not get that job. Allah gave you that job. You did not. This degree of yours on the day of judgment will be worthless. There will be people 10 times, 100 times or even millions of times more powerful than you who will still will be more helpless on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And the only thing that will benefit you on that day will be your good deeds. Your good deeds are your currency towards buying your real estate in Jannah. If you don't have enough of those, then you will have to, go, you know, the debt collectors will essentially throw you to hell for lack of a better analogy. That was on, on the spot there, but I'm sure you get what I'm trying to say. And the idea is that, look, it's, being a Muslim was never meant to be easy because we're living in a world where darkness and dhulm is very predominant. But 
ultimately we should recognize that as long as we are the servants, the most merciful, the most high, the greatest Allah, Rabbul Alameen, we can never lose. We can never be low. We will never lose out. We might have to suffer some setbacks in this world, but what you don't see is the unseen and you don't see how Allah is putting more barakah in your wealth, more barakah in your actions and how every single thing that you do will be repaid to you on Yawmul Qiyamah. So if you do a sin, that will be repaid to you in the form of punishment. If you do a good deed, that will be repaid to you in the form of reward. So we should acknowledge this. So to wrap up and conclude this tafsir session, I really emphasize that we should be proud of being Muslim. Wear it with a badge of pride. Wear it with a smile on your face. Don't try to hide the fact that you have to pray. When it's prayer time, pray. Pray wherever you can. Pray on the side of the street. Doesn't matter how many people are walking past. Pray wherever you have to. If you have to pray in the office and people can see you, then pray in the office. But don't miss your prayer because you're scared of people seeing you pray. Don't be ashamed to showcase your beliefs. In this world where people are descending into chaos, you have stable ground to stand on. You have deen, you have Islam. You have stable ground to stand on. When people see that stability, they will ask you about it. And lastly, there is no greater honor in all of creation than being a servant of the creator. It might be hard, but whose approval do you really seek? The people's or your creator's? And with that, we conclude. Until next time, wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant wa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you got this far, you must have enjoyed the podcast, which means you'll definitely love our other episodes and other content we produce as well, inshallah. Be sure to check out the website, islamicfinanceguru.com as well as our YouTube channel and social media. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum.